0: Hi guys, welcome to The Liz Wheeler Show, I'm Liz Wheeler. I just want to start today by saying a huge thank you to you guys. The number of subscriptions on the show skyrocketed in the last three or four days over the weekend and late last week, which means that you guys have done what I requested, what I asked you to do, um, hitting that subscribe button. So thank you so much for doing that, I really appreciate it. If you haven't already subscribed, bring up iTunes on your computer, bring up Apple Podcasts on your phone, hit that subscribe button. It not only helps us become more visible in the Apple podcast charts. Um, It helps other people discover what we're talking about, which is really important. The same over on YouTube. You can find me at Liz Wheeler Show. Um, Please hit the subscribe button there. Also hit the bell so that I can notify you every time we have a new episode, a new video, a new interview ready for you. You will get it sent right to you. Thank you again so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. Okay, what are we going to talk about on the show today? Well, Vice President Kamala Harris said that hurricane relief, this is in the wake of Hurricane Ian and the devastation that Hurricane Ian wrought in Florida. She says hurricane relief will be distributed based on skin color. Now she didn't use that vulgar of a phrase because what the Democrats do is they use euphemisms. She said it will be distributed based on equity, but it means the same thing. This of course is just downright racist doesn't matter if you use a use, euphemism, this is racist. So what I want to talk to, about today is I want to talk about what it would look like in Florida and in our country as a whole, what it would look like if Kamala Harris's equity policies, her racist policies, were actually used as a determining factor when it comes to who gets relief in the wake of natural disasters. What would this actually look like? I also want to talk about why Democrats do this. Because it's not just personal animosity towards white people, for example. It's not just them being so far removed from reality that they don't realize that their academic-sounding euphemisms have real-world racist discriminatory impacts on people. No, they are following a very specific playbook, and we need to understand exactly what that playbook is. I also want to talk about, particularly in the state of Florida, what black voters actually think of how DeSantis is handling this hurricane catastrophe. I have, I mean, you maybe have seen this video, maybe you haven't, we have to talk about it, we have to watch it together because it is one of the most hilarious uh, illustrations of exactly how voters think of politics versus how politicians and mainstream media pundits think about politics. So we're gonna watch that together. Also, where is Joe Biden? We've had a natural disaster. Joe Biden's words, he says, oh, this is not just a disaster for Florida. This is a disaster for America. We're all here for you. Well, where's here, Joe? Why aren't you in Florida? Joe Biden has not visited the scene of the disaster yet. I also want to debut a new segment of the show today. It's a little bit different. I think it's going to be pretty fun. Basically, It's going to be called the most bananas clip of the day, the most bananas video of the day, and what we're going to do is exactly as the name suggests, we're going to watch just the most mind-blowing, nutty, crazy leftist videos that are circulating the web, and man, do I have a doozy for you today. This one simultaneously made me laugh, cringe, and feel like an old person for saying what is coming of our nation, so that will come at the end of the show, so make sure you stick around for that, but let's get to everything. Okay, I like Beam Organics, and I think you will too, because did you know that poor sleep can cause weight gain, mood issues, poor mental health, and lower productivity? And if you sleep less than six to seven hours per night, that is linked to reduced white blood cell count? So let me tell you, a better tomorrow starts tonight. Introducing Beam Dream. Beam is the world's most innovative functional wellness brand with unique products from everything, from sleep to recovery. And today, you get a special discount available for Beam's sleep product. It's called Dream Powder. It's their best-selling healthy hot cocoa. It contains natural sleep-promoting, premium ingredients, triple lab-tested, no THC, and you wake up refreshed. You know how I am with data and with statistics and backing things up with fact. This is what really sold me on the product. 98% of people surveyed fall asleep faster when taking Beam Dream. And 99% of people experience better sleep quality. It's hard to argue with that. You just mix Beam Dream into hot water... Or milk. You stir it, enjoy it 30 minutes before bedtime. If you don't love it, you can get your money back, guaranteed. For a limited time, you can get $20 off when you go to beamorganics.com slash Liz and use my code Liz at checkout. That's B-E-A-M organics.com slash Liz and use promo code Liz for $20 off at checkout. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? announced to the country that hurricane relief in the wake of Hurricane Ian's devastation in Florida, that federal relief from the federal government will be distributed based on skin color. Now, as I mentioned, as I mentioned before, she didn't use it, she didn't use that vulgar of a phrase. She didn't say, you white people, you're not going to be getting hurricane relief because you're white and black people because you're black, you will be getting you will be getting hurricane relief funding because you're black, but that is what she meant. she simply hid it in an equally grotesque euphemism. It is our um, lowest-income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and and impacted by by issues that are not of their own making. And so mean. we absolutely. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity, understanding not everyone starts out at the same place. And if we want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account those disparities um, and and do that work. Okay, so she didn't say white people, you're not going to get hurricane relief because you're white. But she did say the reverse. She did say, people of color, you will get hurricane relief based on the color of your skin. And she used the euphemism equity. Now, you and I, guys, we've talked about the word equity a lot because this is the Democrats' way of camouflaging socialism. Equity is socialism because equity is not equality. Equity is not equal protection of the law. Equity is not equal opportunity to achieve. Equity is equal outcome. Equal outcome is unnatural. Equal outcome can, is is a contrived concept. Equal outcome can only be achieved if you have some arbiter of, of, <laughs> of outcome, really, some arbiter of outcome sitting at the top of this pyramid of people determining who gets to move up and who doesn't get to move up and when. You have to have some artificial arbiter determining or forcing people to be equal in their outcome. That never, ever naturally occurs in any circumstance, in nature, ever. It's artificial. It's socialism. So that's exactly what Kamala Harris has determined herself to be, that she will be the arbiter of outcome. She will look at one person and say, listen, I want you to end up in spot 10. And she looks at another person and says, I want you to end up in spot 10. But since person A would naturally only achieve to spot five and person B would naturally achieve to spot 15, well, what does she have to do to force both to achieve spot 10. She has to artificially boost one person and she has to artificially hold the other person back. Artificially holding someone back based on the outcome you want them to achieve, particularly when you want them to achieve an outcome based solely on immutable characteristics, that's discrimination. So equity is socialism because the only thing that begets equal outcome is socialism and authoritarianism, and it's discrimination. It requires these arbiters of outcome to actively hold someone back, to actively choose to deprive someone opportunity or rights based on an immutable characteristic, like race, like gender, whatever, like religion, whatever immutable characteristic you so choose. So this is what equity is. When Kamala Harris says we have to talk about this, you know, giving resources based on equity, she is actively saying exactly what I said. She's actively saying white people, you will not be given resources, hurricane aid, based on the color of your skin, and black people, you will be given resources based on the color of your skin. That's just racism. it's, It's outrageous, actually, that we allow this to happen in our country. It shouldn't matter what political party we're in. If we see a politician who is basing a policy and a government resource or benefit, the distribution of taxpayer funding when it comes to natural disaster relief on skin color, We should reject that. My God, are we actually going to let our country turn into this? Think about this. Think about what this would actually look like. This would actually look like people in Florida who had suffered. They lost their house. They lost their car. Maybe they lost a family member. It's going to cost a lot of money to get them set back up. Infrastructure has been damaged businesses have been damaged I mean you've seen the the pictures and the and the videos of this you 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 watched this live happen this hurricane I mean it, they're images you you just can't scrub from your mind and Kamala Harris wants to look at those people and instead of assessing whether they need funding she wants to first be like hold out your arm and let me see if you have white skin on your arm or black skin on your arm and then she wants to send white people to the back of the line I mean, it's actually shocking that someone would have the audacity to propose something like this in in our modern political environment. And this is not, by the way, just Kamala Harris saying something stupid. Kamala Harris is not isolated in this poisonous ideology. It's not just Kamala Harris's Marxism, just Kamala Harris's radical leftism. This is what the Democrat Party actually thinks. Politico sent out a tweet. This is what they said. They said, DeSantis has been a critic of Biden on nearly every policy front, but he sure does like the president's wallet. Over the past two years, Politico writes, Desantis's administration received billions in federal relief cash, which the governor has used to fund his top priorities. The president's wallet? Oh, you've got to be kidding me. First of all, it's not the president's wallet. This is not Biden's wallet. It's not Biden's money. It's your money that they're talking about, your taxpayer money. Your taxpayer money. They're advocating for the same thing that Kamala Harris is advocating for, except they're adding an additional layer of discrimination based on political views. So Kamala Harris only wants you to receive federal hurricane relief if you are a person of color, and once you deprived of federal hurricane relief money if you are a white person. Well, Politico wants it taken a step further. If you are Republican, then they don't think that you should get federal hurricane relief fund, funding from a Democrat administration. And they take it even one step further than that because Florida is not all Republican. We think of it as the, the great free state of Florida because DeSantis has protected the individual rights of a lot of people and protected the entire state from the absolutely insane COVID nonsense and Marxism in, in public schools and all of that, sure, but there are Democrats that live in Florida. So what, the, what, what Politico is actually proposing here is a situation where if you're a Democrat right now living in the state of Florida And you need federal disaster funding, hurricane relief from the federal government. Keep in mind, a Democrat in Florida, Politico doesn't think that you should get that because they think that Biden should only distribute federal hurricane relief funding to states where the governor has been politically loyal to Biden. When I read this, I thought, oh my goodness, this is... I mean, this is authoritarian. This is like third world banana republic that you only get cooperation from the federal government. You only get access to your taxpayers, taxpayer money at the federal level if the governor has been a politically loyal person to the president. Can you even imagine that? I mean, think about about the real world repercussions of this. Even, Even through the lens of race, as the Democrats always want to talk about, what about black communities in Florida who've been devastated by this hurricane? Should they not get their taxpayer money in the form of federal hurricane relief because the governor of their state happens to be a Republican who is not in line with Biden's radical leftist ideology? So real people should suffer just to punish DeSantis. That is some messed up, that is some messed up I can't even say the words here on this show because I try to be family friendly. That is just twisted. That is to distribute federal hurricane relief funding based on anything other than the need of relief shows you exactly what the motivations of the politicians are. The Biden administration wants to distribute federal hurricane relief funding based on race. Politico, the mainstream media, we know they're in bed with the Democrat politicians. They want it based on the political loyalty of the governor of that state. You don't have to be a conservative or a Republican or a fan of DeSantis, or you don't have to have voted for Trump or anything to see that that is so bananas, so bananas. And by the way, Kamala Harris, a lot of people did push back on Kamala Harris saying that she wanted to distribute hurricane aid based on race. And this is her response when she was asked about it. Here's what I don't get. If she stands by what she says, if she truly believes that it's the moral thing to do to discriminate against white people and redistribute wealth based on skin color, like critical race theory, right? That's what she's talking about. This idea that if you're black, you're inherently oppressed. If you're white, you're inherently racist. That's this is This is the policy manifestation of critical race theory. If she actually believes that that's good and right and moral, then why doesn't she double down on this? Why is she—I mean, she clearly—you saw the video. She clearly heard the reporter. She looked right at the reporter in the eyes. She even gave, like, a little nod and a smile, like, hello, I acknowledge you as Her Highness is walking by. She sees this, and she ignores it, but why? If she thinks that this is the right thing. So it's either—there's two reasons for this. Either— her conscience, there is still the tiniest little ember burning in her con- in her conscience. She hasn't fully extinguished that flame inside her. And she knows that what she's doing is wrong, it's discriminatory, it's racist, and it's evil. Or she wants to lie to people about it. Those aren't great options. But those are the only two options of why she would ignore a reporter who asked her a question when she acknowledged the reporter first and clearly chose to ignore his question based on the substance of the question. The FEMA director pushed back a little bit on what Kamala Harris said, but I don't know that what she said makes me feel any better about this. We're gonna talk about that in a second, but first I wanna talk to you about ExpressVPN. Now, as you know, I like ExpressVPN because it keeps my family and my information safe online. When you go online without a VPN service, your internet service provider can actually see and record every website you visit. So whatever you put into Google search, whatever you type into your URL, your internet service provider can can copy that. They can watch what you're doing. And then they can legally sell that information, the websites that you visit without your consent to ad companies and to tech giants who then use your data to target you. It's very creepy. If you go online without ExpressVPN protecting you, well, let me use an analogy here. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is kind of like using the bathroom with the door open No, you want to keep your business private. When you use ExpressVPN, it protects you. Internet service providers cannot see your online activity. Your identity is anonymized by a secure VPN server and your data is encrypted for maximum protection. It's also, by the way, easy to use. You don't have to be a tech whiz here. You just fire up the app, you click one button, and it works on all your devices, phones, laptops, even routers, if you want everyone who shares your Wi-Fi to be protected. I like ExpressVPN because it keeps my family and our personal information safe when we are online. Secure your online activity today by visiting expressvpn.com slash Liz. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot slash Liz. And you can get an extra three months free if you use my URL, expressvpn.com slash Liz. So the FEMA director, the FEMA administrator, her name's Deanne Criswell, she pushed back on Kamala Harris's claim that they were gonna distribute the Biden administration was going to give hurricane relief funding based on equity so-called equity, which is socialism, which requires discrimination, which is evil. That's been established. She went on Face the Nation and she said, our programs support everybody. I would say, I believe some of the things the vice president was talking about are the long-term recovery and rebuilding these communities to be able to withstand disasters so they can have less impact. We are going to support all communities. I committed that to DeSantis. I commit to you right here, that all Floridians are going to be able to get the help that is available to them through our programs. So, she kind of contradicts herself, I think, in what she says. Because in one sentence, she says, I commit to you that all Floridians are going to be able to get the help that's available to them through our programs. She said, our programs support everybody. So that would be, those two sentences would be a contradiction of Kamala Harris basically saying, no, the vice president is wrong, she's being a bigot, we're not gonna abide by that. But her other sentence, just kicks the can down the road. She's like, well, maybe the discrimination is not gonna happen now, but vice president saying the discrimination is is coming in the next phase. I would say, I believe some of the things the vice president was talking about are the long-term recovery and rebuilding these communities. So the racism is coming then. So it's not like the immediate, like hurricane aid that you need today, but anything that you need to rebuild is gonna be based on equity. So all the headlines I thought were very misleading about what the FEMA director said because The headlines were like, oh, the FEMA director contradicts vice president. The FEMA director says everyone who needs it will be able to get their funds. Well, she said that, but I don't know how both things that she said can be true. Either all Floridians are going to be able to be supported by federal hurricane relief, or the second phase, the rebuilding effort, is going to be distributed through the lens of equity, which is socialism, which requires discrimination, in this case, racial discrimination. Both can't be true. The mainstream media and even some right-wing media outlets, I thought, got that headline wrong. But the FEMA director should certainly be pushed harder on that, especially if she's going to be in any kind of prominent position going forward, um, looking at this disaster recovery if Biden is going to put her front and center. That's what the Biden administration likes to do, by the way. There's somewhat of a technocracy. He likes to pass the buck. He doesn't like to be front and center for these for these events. He likes to say, oh, I'm not in charge of that. I have great people like the FEMA director. You can ask them. Because then The mainstream media can't quote him directly, not that they would, and Republicans can't hold him accountable for things that he claims he delegated to other people. Okay, but here's the thing. Critical race theory, equity, discrimination, racism, socialism. This is a battle between good and evil that is happening in the United States, and there's a very clear divide between Republican politicians and Democrat politicians. There's a very clear divide between the political elite in the swamp, the left is obviously very socialist, and the right, except for maybe like Liz Cheney, right? And Adam Kinzinger, and maybe Mitt Romney, although I don't think he's a true socialist, I just think he's an idiot. Aside from them, there's a very clear divide that Republicans are on the good side and Democrats are on the side of Marxism and socialism and racism. But what about the people? This is very interesting because the voters are not actually represented by our elected officials. It is not a divide, a very clear-cut, straight line down the middle between Republican voters and Democrat voters outside of the beltway. Republican voters, in large part, yes, are against socialism, but Democrat voters are not just because they vote for Democratic politicians who support socialism. The Democratic voters themselves are not necessarily for socialism, and nowhere is this more evident than in the state of Florida, DeSantis, is responding to this disaster in a very competent, very effective, very quick way. You'll notice that the left is actually having a hard time finding a way to criticize what DeSantis is doing. That's why we talked about last week, that's why The View brought up some old quote of DeSantis about climate change and not not being in the pews of the climate change alarmism church. That's what they were using to attack DeSantis because, oh, it must be his fault. Mother Earth must have known he criticized the climate change alarmists, and that's why Hurricane Ian struck Florida. Just the thinnest, most pathetic argument that you can possibly imagine. But the voters in Florida see what DeSantis is doing. They see that he is not distributing aid based on political affiliation, and he is not engaging in racial discrimination when it comes to disaster aid from the state government. And so this is what at least one black Democrat voter in Florida Thinks of the whole situation. That s about DeSantis, but that gas is here in Arcadia. I don't know why the rest of y'all, but it's here in Arcadia. So y'all know who we vote for. I don't know why the rest of you s. for i do not know why the rest of you i am voting for DeSantis, and I'm a Democrat. So y'all can call it what the want. We got children out here. Okay, I'm sorry, ma'am. Okay, actually, my favorite part of that is actually the end when some woman in the background goes, Hey, we got children out here. Because the guy's like cursing up a storm best part of the whole video. So this is actually really interesting. This is a video that the mainstream media certainly won't play. The Democrats are probably paranoid that you will see because what is this video? This video is a black voter in the state of Florida who openly says he's a Democrat, who says, listen, which politician is helping? Which politician is serving the constituents that he took an oath to serve and that politician is DeSantis? He said, I don't know who you blankety blanks are voting for, but I'm voting for DeSantis and I'm a Democrat. That, I mean, you'd love to see it. That's exactly what a politician is supposed to be doing. Not using a natural disaster, a tragedy, a crisis in people's lives. People's lives have been ruined by this hurricane. Do you know what it feels like? What kind of violation it feels like to lose your stuff? To have your house destroyed, this flooding wreck your neighborhood, your city just unrecognizable in the aftermath? And what are the Democrats doing? They're being political. And what are the Republicans doing? Well, DeSantis is helping people. You'll find that this is actually what voters want in politicians. Democrat voters don't want socialism and equity. They don't want transgenderism and critical race theory. They want a politician who is going to help them live their lives. And that's what DeSantis is doing right now. Where's Joe Biden, though? Let's talk about that. But first I want to talk about Field of Greens. Field of Greens is a new um, sponsor of this show and one I'm very excited about because you guys know I'm very crunchy, I'm very healthy, I'm very into my green smoothies. You guys make fun when I post my green smoothies on uh, pictures of my green smoothies online. But as as you know, back in the day, people grew what they ate. Fresh vegetables and fruits were the core of people's diets. It it is what they ate. But as Americans have become busier and busier now, unfortunately, sadly, we eat a lot of pre-made, processed fast food food, The easy stuff, because it's easy, but it's certainly not very healthy. It's definitely not the six cups of veggies and fruits recommended to be eaten every day, but let me tell you about Field of Greens. Field of Greens is packed with a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics. This is what we need, my friends, to stay healthy. Field of Greens works really fast. You'll have more energy, you'll look, and you'll feel healthier, and it can even help you lose weight. Next time you're at the doctor and they compare your old lab work to your new lab work after you start Field of Greens, I bet the doctor will say, hey, you crushed it. Join me and take Field of Greens. And to help you get started, I got you 15% off your first order and another 10% off when you subscribe for recurring orders. Just visit fieldofgreens.com and then use promo code Liz to claim your deal. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Liz. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code Liz. Where is Joe Biden? He has not visited Florida. He says he will visit Florida on Wednesday, almost a full week after the hurricane decimated the state. Before he visits Florida, he's going to Puerto Rico. Now, why would he go to Puerto Rico first, you might ask? Well. The blunt, bald, unpleasant truth is because Joe Biden has politicized this from the beginning. He's going to Puerto Rico first because he was criticized by the radical left for not including Puerto Rico or the entirety of Puerto Rico in the initial disaster relief declaration that he issued when he declared an emergency, which opened up funding, emergency funding. Puerto Rico wasn't included to the extent that the radical left wanted it to be. Biden faced criticism for that. And so now Biden is going on a show tour. He's going to Puerto Rico first so that the radical left understands that he cares about Puerto Rico. So this is, by the way, just another example of Joe Biden is not leading. Joe Biden is following the radical leftist narrative. He is, he is not only influenced, his decisions are being made based on bullying from the radical left. He's made this disaster political from from the beginning, but when he gets to Florida, when Joe Biden, of course, held by the hand of Dr. Jill Biden, who has to lead him everywhere he goes because he has the mind of a toddler, he is President Vegetable at its finest. The first question that Joe Biden should be asked is, was Kamala Harris accurate when she said that hurricane relief will be distributed through the lens of equity. Was Kamala Harris accurate when she said that people of color will receive hurricane relief because of the color of their skin, which would also mean that white people will be deprived of that hurricane relief based on the color of their skin. Is that accurate or was she wrong? It is a binary choice. The only nuance to it is what the FEMA administrator brought to the table. Is the first phase going to be distributed fine and equally not based on need and not on immutable characteristic but then the rebuilding phase will that be based on racism will that require racial discrimination will that be socialism are you looking for equal outcome or are you looking for the distribution of taxpayer funds by the way to the people who paid the taxes based on their level of need if he's not asked this question it is a gross negligence of journalistic integrity to whoever is in that room, because what presidents do when they survey these disaster scenes, and by the way, I understand presidents who hold back from visiting disaster scenes. I know this might be an unpopular opinion, but hear me out here. Sometimes presidents just get in the way, because it's not like they're going to be doing work that someone else wasn't going to be doing, right? They come with this whole cadre of Secret Service. They have to shut roads down. They have to have all their schedules line up. It's basically a huge, complicated mess. It's chaos when they come. The reason that presidents come is twofold. Either they need to show their face at the scene of a disaster in order to promote national unity, to encourage the nation. This is why presidents sometimes will show up after mass shootings to say, listen, we hear you, we see your pain, we want the nation. Here's what I want the nation to be feeling and to be thinking. That's what a good good faith president or a good faith governor, a good faith leader, a good faith senator will do if there's a disaster. The other reason that presidents show up is for political purposes, is just to exploit that tragedy to make it look like they are in touch with the people that was hurt. So they, you know, they put on like a zip up windbreaker and boots and jeans and a ball cap instead of the traditional suit. And they show up and act like they are on the grounds getting their hands dirty, helping these people. But we all know that that's not the case. And- Again, for better or for worse, that's not the case. Like that might not be the job of the president at that moment to pick up a shovel, right? So it's not that I criticized Joe Biden for not going to Florida for a week. It's that I criticized Joe Biden for making this political, for his choice to go to Puerto Rico first based on the bullying of the radical left. I criticized Joe Biden for everything that he said about DeSantis, both through his press secretaries and directly in his administration, I criticized Joe Biden for surrounding himself with people like Kamala Harris, who looks at this disaster, this natural disaster, and says, actually, we're not gonna base our relief on if you need it, we're gonna base it on the color of your skin. So where is Joe Biden? He's silent, which means that is implicit endorsement of what his vice president said. So what are the takeaways from this? The takeaways from all of this are there are racists in our country. they are the Democrats. The Democrats embrace racism as a policy, not just as an individual. I have no idea if these people are individually racist. I have no idea if Kamala Harris walks up to a white person and thinks in her head, ooh, a white person. I have no idea. It doesn't matter because her policies are racist. She is a racist politician and the mainstream media is 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 demonstrating politico demonstrated that this is not an isolated feeling that Kamala Harris has articulated that this is an ideology embraced by the whole cadre of democratic politicians and mainstream media pundits and what's worse they use your money to pay for their racism remember when they say president biden's wallet he has he, he he's not using any of his own money his own money by the way is largely from hunter biden from the chinese and uh from the ukrainian oligarchs right like Please, we're not, he's definitely not using that money, the big guy. Joe Biden doesn't bring his own personal money here. The money that he has control of distributing was money that Congress appropriated. And when Congress appropriates money, it means that they levy taxes, which means that you and I pay for what Congress appropriates, give it, who then gives it to the executive branch and Joe Biden is able to distribute that. He has that discretion. So it's your money. They're using your money to pay for their racism, their equity, their socialism, their discrimination. It's it's truly an outrage that we allow this to happen in our nation. And by the way, they then, the Democrats, pretend that you are the racist if you condemn their anti-racism. So this term that was coined anti-racism is not what it sounds like it is. Anti-racism is not like being anti-abortion where you're actually against the abortion procedure because you protect the dignity of life. Anti-racism is a euphemism, a very clever, super smart, very well from a marketing advertising standpoint, this was a successful venture by the Democrats to call this anti-racism. But anti-racism is not someone who is against racism or not a policy that is against racism. Anti-racism is critical race theory. Anti-racism is the idea that if you do not pursue equity, equal outcome, then you are actively participating in a structure, a pre-existing structure of white supremacy. Because that's what critical race theory teaches, right? That the United States is an illegitimate nation based on the fact that hundreds of years ago, the men who founded our nation owned slaves, which was wrong. But because of that, Our entire nation is built on a structure of white supremacy. This is what the critical race theorists tell us. Meaning everything that you have now, every freedom that you enjoy, every opportunity that you pursue, every bit of prosperity that you have been able to earn and achieve isn't in and of itself a good thing. It was built on a structure of white supremacy. So even if you do not look at a person of color, a black person or a brown person, and think, I think less of that person, because of the color of their skin. If you you look at other people with other skin colors and think, I want equal rights for everybody, it doesn't matter what color skin they have, they're children of God, we're all equal. It doesn't matter to the left if you think that. According to critical race theory, it doesn't matter what you think, it doesn't matter what you say, it doesn't even matter how you act now. Just by nature of existing as a white person, if you are a white person in this country, you are participating in the structure of white supremacy. This is critical race theory. Critical race theory is evil, but it's, it's a step even beyond that. It's not just bad in and of itself, it's Marxism. It's new Marxism is what I would call it. It's not like Marx and Engels, um, Marxism in the sense that critical race theory is not advocating for the workers to revolt against the ruling class. It's next generation Marxism. Next generation Marxism understands that in order for a Marxist revolution to happen, it's not going to be the workers that rise up. It's going to be a new vanguard that rises up, and the new vanguard is going to be created, in the case of critical race theory, by sparking racial divide, by labeling every demographic, every person, based on immutable characteristics, either as an oppressor or someone who is oppressed, and convincing the quote-unquote oppressed to to rise up, to revolt against the oppressors. Now, these oppressors, maybe you didn't do anything, you might not be an actual oppressor, but you're irredeemably an oppressor in the eyes of the left based on your skin color, based on what someone who maybe shared your skin color 250 years ago did. This is what we're seeing from the left, and your taxpayer money is funding it. They are dividing people. They are attempting to tear down our cultural institution. They are decimating unity in our nation on purpose in order to destroy our country, in order to impose Marxism. That is what Kamala Harris accidentally left, let slip. All right, over on Locals, we're going to talk about J.J. Watt, football star, NFL star, J.J. Watt. Am I the only one that heard the story of what happened to J.J. Watt, his health problems, and thought, huh, It seems like that might not be the whole story. We are going to discuss that at LizWheelershow.com slash locals. If you are not already a VIP, please come join us. We have a great time. You can use my promo code ACCESS, and you can watch for free for the first month of your annual subscription. I promise you won't be disappointed. LizWheelershow.com slash locals. Okay, it is time for the new segment debuting today. Drumroll, please. This new segment is called The Most Bananas Video of the Day, and it's quite self-explanatory it is the most bananas clip circulating on the internet and today i do not think you will be disappointed day 61 of being a girl excuse me that's kind of my thing but we can do it together day 61 of being a girl and we are in fact two different people some people on tiktok don't believe that we're not the same person we're here to set the record straight we're queer What is it about about us that people find so similar? Is it our brown hair? Is it the same sunglasses? Is it our smiles? Is it our crop top? Is it our musical theater degrees? Oh, love Love ya. Oh, so, wow. What we have there is a TikTok star by the name of James, who is a girl, he says. Yes, this is an individual who claims to be transgender and... This is how he believes girls behave. So, first of all, you are not a girl. You are a dude. Doesn't matter if you prance around in a little mini skirt, if you fiddle around with your crop top, if you wear heart-shaped sunglasses, you are a dude and we can all see that. What's more is you're a misogynist. Because if this is what you believe girls are, if this is what you believe girls do, that's very insulting. That's very demeaning. It's also incorrect. I mean, there's a reason that this clip looks like a drag show. A drag show what is a drag show? A drag show is an exaggerated, oversexualized, silly, negative stereotype of what men think women look like and how men think women behave. But drag shows are misogynistic as well, because of those reasons. That's what this is. This is misogynistic. this this is this is exactly like a drag show. You are portraying an inaccurate negative stereotype of what you think a girl is, but you're actually a dude. Knock it off. In, in, in fact, it's it's worse than that, right? Men who pretend to be women, who claim that they are women because they identify as women, because they wear high heels in, in grass, what actual woman does that? Because they wear mini skirts and a crop top and grow their hair out and talk in silly high-pitched voices. You are You are actively hurting real women by stealing opportunities, by stealing achievements, by violating our, pri- our privacy, which results in a complete lack of protection for actual real women. What you're doing is not silly, it's not entertaining, it's not cute, it's not real. It's obliterating actual real women. All right, thanks for watching, thanks for listening. Let me know, if you like the new segment and always hit me up with the most bananas clip that you have seen of the day, we will we will talk again tomorrow. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is the Liz Wheeler show. Plus.